0: This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media.
1: welcome to conversations on discipleship i'm your host father adam streitenberger with me today again is andy johani he's the uh, director for real estate for the diocese of columbus welcome andy thank you father yeah great to have you again let's start with a prayer in the name of the father son holy spirit amen heavenly father um, we entrust ourselves to you um, confident in your loving guidance of our life Help us to discern your will, um, and to our attach and to attach ourselves not to our own will, but to your will through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Right. So, Andy, I wanted to talk to you. Um, you know, you've um, kind of launched us on the story of your faith, um, but you mentioned um, in our in the last segment um, about Katie, your daughter, who mm-hmm. as a as a young young child two years old was diagnosed with cancer yes um and you know maybe you could share with us um what happened to Katie
0: yeah I appreciate that so when Katie was two she was diagnosed with uh, this this tumor and she had surgery and um had, we uh, over time you know worked through that so she had a tumor that basically just stuck there didn't move didn't grow so we monitor it and monitored it but really ended up not having to do a lot of treatment after surgery. Well, when she was, I think, 9 or 10, started having seizures. And uh, my wife, Kathy, and I right away thought, well, finally this tumor has metastasized. And so uh, I went to Children's Hospital, had some tests, and found out instead of not had nothing to do with the tumor per se, but she uh, had developed epilepsy. And so um, started us on, but at the time, when we get that diagnosis, we're kind of celebrating. We're like, Oh, it's not, not, not cancer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's epilepsy. We can deal with this. Well, um, so she continued to have seizures, um, kind of uncontrolled with medicine. There's a percentage, I think it's around 20 or 25% of people that epilepsy don't respond to medication. And she fell into that 25%. -hmm. So she really never, never able to really control her seizures, um, with, with medicine. But, um, she, Um, all through high school and college just was determined to not have this define who she was Um, she had you know different as people with disabilities do people you know there's cruelty and you know all this stuff in high school with her having a seizure in school and people making fun of her and she was just relentlessly kind she just refused to give into it she says you know over and over again she said this is not going to define who I am Hmm. Um, so she was uh, ended up going to high state and um uh, had a job lined up in Chicago with a marketing firm already set, you know. But um, uh, in November of her senior year at Ohio State, um, on November on November twenty fourth of that year, uh, she went to bed and had a seizure in her sleep, and um, and she passed. So. Um, So, uh, she, uh, um, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all right. It's been seven. It was in 2015. It was seven years ago, but it's, it's, um, it's, it's one of those things that as a parent, um, you don't, you don't get over it. You learn to deal with it. Time helps is the only thing I can say.
1: And where were you at, um, Mm. in your faith at that point?
0: Yeah. Um, so in the last segment, we talked about uh, when Katie had cancer when she was two, and I had that uh, experience of really understanding who Jesus was. And that the Bible study that my friend gave me was the story of Jairus' daughter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just as a, just a quick summary, right? J- Jairus is this really, the, the, the synagogue leader. Drag, drag, drags, takes Jesus. Come on, you got to help me with my daughter. Jesus comes and, and brings her back to life, Right that was the story that he gave me the night before Katie's surgery when she was two. And so in that story was a woman with a hemorrhage who stops Jesus. Jairus is dragging Jesus. Come on, hurry up. And this woman with a hemorrhage grabs, takes Jesus and stops him and says, you know, Jesus, sorry, the woman with the hemorrhage touches Jesus. And Jesus says, I just heard, felt healing power go out from me. Who's touching me. And mm-hmm. his disciples look at him and say, dude, everybody's
1: touching you. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so But you can see Jairus like, come on, there's a time issue here. So kind of learning Jesus's timing and his healing and how he takes his his time. Jairus's daughter was already dead when he got there, but that still doesn't stop Jesus from bringing the kingdom forward, right? Well, the last question in that Bible study that my friend asked me is, where is Jairus's daughter now? And the answer is, she's dead, right? And what that illuminated for me is, okay, So Jesus did all of this miraculous, amazing, loving, compassionate stuff. But in the end, Jairus' daughter still is dead. All those people in that story, Mm -hmm. they're all dead. So what difference did it make? And the difference it makes is we're talking about it here today in this room, Mm -hmm. right? So what I realized that night was um, the answer. So the question you ask when this happens to you is, why me? why is this happening to this two little two-year-old beautiful little innocent girl why is this happening to my family the why me question mm-hmm. and the answer to the why me question is you're asking the wrong question the question is how does this bring God glory that's that's the story of Jairus' daughter is what how did the, Jairus's daughter bring him glory is it we're still talking about how Jesus mm-hmm. loves us so fast forward when Katie passed the, the amazing thing to me is is that we I never wrestled when Katie passed away with the why me question. It's like we worked through that 19 years prior, Mm. right? Katie was 21 when she passed away. And we had 19 years with Katie to understand her kindness, her fortitude, her strength, you know, the way that God had just this amazing plan of kindness in her life. So how did he act through us? Well, I, you know, obviously, I think I'd like to think that we continue to grow. But here's the amazing thing. When Katie passed, right away, I felt God's word for me was that my charge for the first year after Katie passed was to be joyful, which is still miraculous to me. You know, I can tell you, you never run out of tears. Mm-hmm. Like I used to, I'm oh like, when are the, am I going to run out of tears? But in the tears and in that, you can still be joyful, which is an amazing. You know, I, the ox, the the, the 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 everything backwards in our faith. You mm-hmm. know, the, the 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 last shall be first, and you know, the, those who mourn will be will you know inherit the earth. It's like it's crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, the fact that I could be joyful during that first year, and I really felt like that was my word for people who who came to console us was I needed to share my joy in Christ with them. And the second year, he came. I, I got the word that I was to be grateful, and so, and um, I, I, I again, this is. I just felt like that was what my message needed to be. Like, how do I bring? How do I give God glory at that point? The first year was to be joyful. The second year was to be grateful. And I think back now. You know, this is seven years after Katie passed. Um, gratitude and joy for me are are how God has reached out to me. Right. Um, I think God has given me a joyful heart, a joyful marriage, a joyful family. And uh, I just have a really deep gratitude for those things. So um, for me, that's my entry into my relationship with Jesus.
1: And how did you see the Lord work in in your family?
0: Well, it's funny. Katie Katie told everybody all through high school and college, her best friend was my mom, her grandmother. And um, two weeks after Katie passed, my mom came to me and said, Andy, you need to, My mom was pretty blunt. She said, you need to get your head out of your backside. You got four more kids who need you. <laughs> mm. um, so as a family, you know, it's really hard to have your daughter pass, but it's really hard to see your, your other children mourn. Mourn. The loss mm. of their sibling. But um, again, God had built this beautiful scaffolding around my family. Um, we had a just so many people coming to to help we um our neighbors um had a magic cooler that went on it was on our back porch and um three nights a week it was full and they came when we didn't know who was bringing it so that we couldn't write thank you notes because we never knew who brought our dinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know but that went on for six months after katie passed and finally we just said look we got this we're okay now we can you know we asked them and they said well we got everybody signed up for the next month, so you're going to get through the end of June, and then then we'll stop. But we just had this, you know, community of people that God had built around us, who were just so clearly there to love us, to hold us together. Um, you know, Kathy and I, my wife and I, spent you know some time thinking about what does this mean to our marriage, mm-hmm. and um, and to our family. And you know, you can see how that kind of pain could shatter and pull things apart. And what we learned is. Uh, it, it does pull people apart. It can shatter marriages, but marriages that were rocky would 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 really struggle. But marriages that are strong get stronger. Hmm. And fortunately, that's where we found ourselves. Um, our, you know, my other children, my wife, and I just um, it really drew us close together.
1: Excellent. So, Andy, thank you so much for sharing um, this with us. Let's uh, wrap up with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we um, give you thanks for Andy and for all that you have done and are doing in his life and in the life of his family, and we ask that you bless um, all the families of our listeners, um, that they might see Christ um, not just present in their um, their family life, but also at work in their family life, um, Christ um, from the Holy Family who enters into our families, um, We just ask, um, Lord, that your continued blessing be upon us all, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And you've been listening to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. Uh, With me today has been Andy Johani. He is the Director for Real Estate for the Diocese of Columbus. Again, thank you, Andy, for joining us. Um, And until next time, peace and all good a Diocese of Columbus production in partnership with St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.